Welcome to the Courageous Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Zanetti. Each episode, we meet thought leaders, game changers, and entrepreneurs sharing their mindset, embodiment rituals, and success secrets so you can amplify your health, wealth, relationships, and live your ultimate vision. Welcome back to our Courageous Leaders podcast. Today, we have a dear friend of mine, Vanessa Halleck. She's actually been my coach the last six months. I've been in her vortex for a year. I absolutely love this woman. She, You're going to absolutely love her story as well. She owns all parts of her. She's all about embodiment, play, pleasure, fun, you will absolutely love this podcast. So she is an incredible business coach. She's an author of the book, Paid to Be You. She empowers impactful conscious leaders here to make a massive income and a massive impact in the world simply by being themselves. She is going to show you how she's been able to do that. She is an incredible woman. I'm so grateful to have you here, Vanessa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. No pressure at all. (laughs) Yeah, you're real, fun, all parts of us welcome. I love it. Full permission, Vanessa, to just be all of you. There's no filters here. Love Love it. it. Thank you so much. And um, and obviously just really excited to be here. I know that you are such an incredible leader in your space doing amazing things. Um, and it's been such an honor to, to walk with you and co-create yes. as you up-level and expand. Yes, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so we'll go into more of our journey together. But first of all, can you share something with us that nobody knows about you or not many people? Oh, that's an interesting one. <laughs> um, icebreaker. Yeah, icebreaker. Well, the first thing that came up for me that nobody probably knows about because I do share a lot. Exactly. Um, and it's just the first thing that came up. It's not too exciting. It's not too juicy. Um, but yeah, I used to play like six days of tennis a week and used to play for our district. And so that was, and there was, I always used to play against people that spoke Afrikaans. So I'm from South Africa and a different language to me. So they always used to speak Afrikaans and I would speak English because I understood it. Yeah. But I think that whole, maybe that, that tenacity and that grit and that resilience of, of doing things kind of started when I was 12, 14, and then 16, I made, made the teams traveling all over. I don't actually speak about that much. Um, I actually uh, know a story about you playing tennis though, because you won your student council talking about tennis. (laughs) I did. (laughs) And I spoke about a shaft. (laughs) (laughs) See, love it. Now I'd love you to share just a little bit of your journey, some of the moments that brought you to where you are today, because I know that's what I love about you. have got a colourful background. You've lived in Bali, the UK. You're now um, in South Africa with your gorgeous husband and your incredible dog, Apollo. 
Um, tell us some of the things that helped you on your journey to becoming such a powerful uh, mentor and coach. Yeah, I suppose it's been a journey. So I've been online for almost eight years now. Um, and I think there's always been um, with these big expansions and, and really kind of going into that space of like, yes, this is for me, that resilience, that grit, that um, that stickability, that knowing that you're here for this thing is is when, when things happen that are not what the ego wants. Um, so, I mean, my journey certainly hasn't been like millions in seconds and overnight um, success. It's been this kind of, recommitting over and over and over again to the mission and letting the old crumble letting the old stuff die um messing up millions of times <laughs> and then rising up you know there is there's really important parts of my story and my journey that has given me this I suppose, this deep mission to be who I am and to realize that I cannot I cannot fight against my truth and what I'm here for. So it really started when I first started the business. I ended up having a, a failed business in inverted commas and um, returning back to a corporate job um, and kind of building the business while I was in this corporate job with all of this kind of ego stuff of like, I'm a fraud. Why will anybody hire me? And I remember it was, it was such an incredible turning point. I remember walking to the train station. I was in London at the time. And I just had this overwhelming fear, like feeling of, I am ready. Like you're ready for something big and, and magical to happen. And I just burst into tears because I could feel that energy of like, yes, this is meant for me, even though this situation situation is not great. And I'm doing like both of these things. I realized that this was what I meant to do. And I remember I had already quit. So I, I kind of branded myself as somebody that had, had been, had quit their corporate job um, because I, I was essentially doing that. Um, and I remember being on a masterclass and I said to them, you know what? Like, I can't help you get to six figures. I'm not there. I can't even help you quit your job because I haven't even done that. But what I can help you with is getting the confidence to move through things, to actually have the mindset of starting your own business. And I think that was a really huge turning point for me. And, and it was amazing how I went from a period of time where I wasn't getting clients to literally being booked out, quitting my job, um, going from, I think I went from like a $400 a month in the October to over 12000 in the November, just through being like radically honest about what I do, who I am, how I can help people. And that was actually, and, and I haven't shared this in an interview before, and I don't think I actually shared it in the book either, but how important that radical honesty with my community was and how when you're just like, obviously, yes, there were people who were like, ah, she's gone back to her corporate job. She's a failure. Those aren't your people. Mm. So I think that was the first part of like really starting to see evidence and then, of course, like I fought my higher self for such a long time, fought what I was here for. <laughs> and I ended up burning out in 2018 and, and having a severe anxiety attack and um, exhaustion and everything. And I was making six figures. I just had like a six figure week. And on the, you know, I was living in Bali, as you said, and, and you know, I just recently got engaged and everything on paper looked amazing. But behind the scenes, I was a wreck. And that's really when my work started to shift and develop. 
um, was, you know, like we do, we glamorize this industry, we glamorize the six figure weeks, we glamorize the seven figure businesses. But what I'm really here for is yes, all the money that you can handle, but in authenticity with self-love, with balancing the divine feminine and masculine, being the channel, being the messenger, being the guide, being paid to be you and that, and that money and that, the body, the whatever, the health, it's all taken care of from that space. And, and we've got it. We really do. We, I certainly did have it asked about face, like get the money, make the money. When is the money coming in? I need to do all these things for that. But we're missing the whole point. Like that is all taken care of when you're doing the work that you're meant to and, and you're leaning up against that discomfort and you're balancing and you're seeing um, and you're listening and you're sharing what is meant for the collective, it's just magical. So that's where I am now. Um, obviously, after 2018, I went through this huge journey of healing, breathwork, Reiki masters, shamanic practices, gene keys, human design, shadow work, <laughs> you name it. I think, <laughs> Caroline, you've done it. the same. I'm just like, everything. And to come back to your space, yeah. I absolutely love you definitely shared some incredible pieces of your journey. And I love, I think what draw me to you is that you own all of you. Like you own the failures. Everyone fucking fails. Just that some people hide it or they don't lead with it because that's the relatability. You're amazing at your messaging because you are authentic you and you know that the your soul clients will say yes because you're your fully expressed self rather than wearing a mask and pretending you're the happiest millionaire in the world you know so 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 powerful and I think it's really important to honor the slow periods as well as the quantum leaps you know the expansion and contraction is a journey you can't have one without the other so absolutely love that yeah and that they are happening on the simultaneously but we can't we can't see it until the expansion happens and we're like ah oh, no wonder that took place I had to learn that or I had to evolve into that or or in a launch mm-hmm. I always see once you launch something, you're, you're are stepping into the embodiment of that space and that container of, of what you're holding. Um, and I was saying to you a little bit earlier, like the, the clients that have, have come into this round of, of my program, I've had to evolve and step in and, and, and really own who I am um, so that I can hold that space. And I think this is one of the biggest things online um, and I, especially, I think when you start out, it's like, what does my ideal client want? Or, and then you've had such a journey. You came to me and you were like, I've got all these amazing things and I want to talk about all these amazing things, but can I? Because, you know, we have to talk about this one thing and, and we have to do this one thing. And when you bring all of you to the table, you are magnetic. The more you are you, the more magnetic you are. The more you are you, the more money you make. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got enough evidence of that, of, of when people are just real. And, and this is something that I've realized more and more because I think I was like, when you're trying to find it, it's like, oh, do I need to perform? Do I need to put on this 
this this hat <laughs> to to look a certain way or do I need to put on this outfit to look a certain way or do I need to perform and actually mm. the true essence of being you is that there is no performance it simply is you and that is a very peaceful space to be of like just just take me as I am you know if you hate my hat then <laughs> cool whatever you know or what you know I'm using the hat obviously as an example but it's like if you don't like it, you're me. You're you're not you're not that fit, and and I think that's one of the biggest. I've also been playing with levels of consciousness in my marketing because I think a lot of clients come to me and they're like, you know, I'm not attracting people that are more conscious or, um, you know, that they're not ready, say, to do shadow work because we have to be at a certain point in our journey to look at ourselves and look at the shame, the guilt, the blame, mm-hmm. the failures. And be like, yeah, you know, that's all happened for my growth and evolution. And this is sometimes how I'm getting off on those parts um, and how to actually move into the gift of that shadow as well, especially if you look at gene keys. But speaking to the, the consciousness, I think, especially with spiritual women, you know, they want to, or, or women that are awakened, um, consciously consciously aware of their limiting beliefs and patterns, we want to obviously attract people at that same level. But somebody that is deeply in burnout or severe anxiety, they're not really ready to hear certain things. Mm. Um, and that's really what I've been playing with now in my marketing is like, not everybody's going to hear your message. And that's a really important part of this process. Not everybody's ready for that message. And if you start to dull it down or dim it down or try and flavor it with sprinkles rather than just telling the truth, um, it's like you can keep shouting. You can go onto all the different platforms and you can do more and do more, but you won't be heard. And that's something that's, it's, it's more if, if you speak, um, in complete resonance, um, your soul clients are already there. They're in, you, in your vortex, and they can really hear you. If you're, yeah, if you're in your truth. Amen. Amen. Mm. When we speak <laughs> our truth, we uh, magnetically attract soul tribe friendships, business partnerships, clients, etc. And I think what's important as well is uh, the opposite of that is if you are being um, copying somebody else's message or not speaking your truth and owning all parts of you, you can attract not fuck yes clients that don't light you up. And we, we, all you. Know we don't want that. We all know we don't want that. Like we choose. Um, this is what I've loved about Vanessa. So she's already like your soul tribe clients are already in your vortex. They're already in your aura. They're waiting for you to show up and speak your truth and be fully expressed and invite them into your offering, into your programs. So that I think takes a bit of pressure off as well. There's nothing you have to specifically do. You just have to be more of who you are and and be okay with sharing not just the highlight reel, sharing more of you behind the curtain and the owning that some days we have self-doubt and imposter syndrome and, you know, dealing with all the spectrums of the emotions like everybody does. It's how we respond and we react, that's all. And what you were saying now just around like those soul clients are already in your vortex, ready to pay you. Well, this is deeply rooted in 
quantum physics, like the quantum realm of infinite possibility, that reality and that possibility already exists in the now. Um, So those clients are already there. You've already made soul agreements and contracts with them before this lifetime. So if we can simply focus our attention and our mind on the possibility that we want, which already exists and it's already done, we just take that pressure off. And then, of course, then... And whatever is meant for us is already written in our, you know, it's already in our energetic field. If we can see it in our mind, we can create it in our reality. And that is rooted in quantum physics. And, you know, and I think there's a lot of talk of like quantum leaps and things like that. But it's, it's really around knowing that that version of you already exists in the now. There's no difference between the version of you now and the version of you that has whatever you want. And we can collapse that timeline the thoughts, words, energy, and actions in the now, which is just like, it takes your business and your mind. (laughs) It's a little bit of a mind fuck because we're so in our heads and the limitations of, of the mind. But when we can tap back into that field, which is heart based um, and the unified field, we literally have, we choose and consciously create our reality. And that's all there is to it. Um, it's not that things won't happen, yeah. But it's <laughs> it's how we respond. Yeah. Um, and this is how we take our power back, isn't it? Having that awareness, it's like great. So, what do I choose? What is the vision that I'm calling in? Who do I like? You said, what is the energy, thoughts, words, and actions? So, guys, incredible women, incredible leaders, listening. Like you decide who you become and you get to step into that version of yourself today. Like the millionaire version of the woman that has the incredible body, the incredible health, the incredible relationship. How do you show up? And then when, when we walk and talk in that energy, magic happens. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Love it. Yeah. So we keep waiting. We keep waiting for when the, when the, this shows up or the, that shows up, but we can actually collapse the timelines by being, doing, feeling, thinking, taking action now. And that is what like just literally collapses those fields. Um, obviously also, yeah, it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual that we're working with, but it's magical. And as you say, like the emotional stuff, Um, which I know is something that you talk about a lot as well. It's like at the level, and you've done Vipassana, like the level of sensation and emotion is only, the charge is only in your body for like 90 seconds. It's what we do and how we react and how we respond is all mind and conditioned responses. How much is, you know, like, if someone's sick or the launch is not going well, our immediate response is often oh, sure, but let's worry, let's panic, let's think of worst case scenario, which is a survival-based, trauma-based response, instead of what is the potentiality and possibility that is available in this moment now and where I'm going to move my focus to. And if we can keep that, and it is, it's a discipline of the mind of like, yes, I understand this is happening. This is my usual response. This is my usual coping mechanism. But what I'm going to choose to focus on is, is that bigger vision and, and the outcome that I want? And then your thoughts, words, energy and actions really just simply align with that anyway, just by choosing and focusing on it, Love. which is magical. Yeah. And it gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. 
Actually, I love uh, also that you talk about, you know, so do I, leading with joy. How much fun can you have? The more fun we have, the more pleasure we have, the more money we make. And it's showing up in that space and giving yourself permission to, you know, you love your walks on the beach with your dog and playing in nature and all these juicy things that help you channel your magic. Yeah, it's just an important part. I think we, um, especially, you know, I came from a household like many of, you know, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it's going to be 14 hours and you're going to be hustling. And like, that's just the thing. That's what you, that's what you do. Um, So we end up just hustling and and working longer hours and and thinking that that's going to that very much that old Newtonian um, cause and effect. Like if I do this, I get this. And actually, we're looking at that shift of like that, that Einstein, you're causing the effect. So if you're causing the effect and, and you're shifting your field by the thoughts and words and actions and energy that you actually hold, it's not about how much you do. Yes, the action is essential. But how much time do we just do? (laughs) Which means the most important thing really is looking after yourself and doing the things that you love. Will you look after your body? Will you look after your health? Will you look after your nervous system? Will you drink your water? Will you, you know, feed your body what it needs to feel at its optimum level? And that's really what will create your reality. Um, If you're burnt out, exhausted, your nervous system is frazzled, well, you're not going to manifest. You can sit on your head and, you know, do star jumps till the cows come home and you will not manifest what is meant for you until you are able to actually be in a regulated space. And it doesn't mean don't take the action and spend, you know, 10 years healing. Um, It means healing while you're taking the aligned action, healing while you're taking it that expansion, contraction, that that movement with with what's coming up. But you have to lead with joy um, and you have to lead with honoring yourself. So that's also, um, I think, the next level of, of really where I had to go with, yes, the more fun you have, the more money you make. But what if it's not fun? What if there's things that are mundane? So actually really finding the joy in the fun, in, in the mundane. And then it depends on what your definition of fun is. So also when you're having your period, like your energy is a little bit lower and fun might mean to you, oh, I'm dancing around, I'm, you know, high vibe, I'm highly productive and focused. Um, But actually fun could mean, you know, or, or being at a point of attraction just means that you're really honoring yourself mm-hmm. in those moments, mm-hmm. slowing down. So I use the more fun I have and the more I honor myself deeply, um, the more I, I attract whatever I desire or more money and more love or whatever um, naturally comes. But I think also um, moving away from that cause and effect is, is something that I'm also working on, that we just are. We just yeah. are the channel. We just yeah. are the channel in that um, everything wants to drop in now. Mm. that is meant for us if we allow it if we allow ourselves to receive Mm. so that's another thing (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love name it and claim it you decide show up and yeah claim it be all of you and fill your cup first like we can't serve 
with an empty cup. We serve from the overflow and that's how we have sustainable, holistic success rather than some money one day and then what do we do now? You know, like we want that sustainability in our energy as well as our abundance. And you are amazing at talking about uh, abundance as well and like looking at our gaps in our mindset and our core wounds and our programming of the past that can hold us back from receiving this next level abundance, like being able to integrate, to decide that, of course, you're worthy of it. Abundance is your birthright. Is there anything that you want to share that's helped you up-level into these high high income, high impact journey? You know, I'm sure eight years ago, you didn't have that same money relationship. And like now you, you were like, yeah, I'm worthy of luxury. Yeah. I had a, I mean, I had a big journey. I come from one, one of four, very little money, um, you know, times when the cars broke down and, and we didn't have money to fix it. So we'd walk <laughs> to school or we'd walk to wherever. Um, yeah. So um, my dad was a, a farmer working from 4.30 until midnight sometimes coming home. Um, and my mom you know, she was a teacher, but she stopped working to be able to look after the kids. And and there were, there were times that I got home and I was like, mm, I don't know if we're going to eat anything. And, and, and that's still privilege that I, I, I always got food. Um, but of course there was so much, so many money stories, so many wounds that came from that. And each time we up level and each time we shift those limitations or those new ways of um, living come into being. So I know that money is like the air we breathe. It, it is limit, it's limitless. It's an unlimited supply. It is all around us. And I truly know at my core that if you're called to this work where you're making huge impact and we have to have money, we have to, you know, writing the book, getting the book published, doing these programs, you know, whatever it is, we need the resources. And I know that, of course, it, it wants to actually be in your life to support you. And that's really where the difference I have, I felt the difference. And I've said to you, you know, like, um, I was making six figures, multiple six figures, but burnt out, exhausted. So you can make money mm. um, in that way. Um, you can make mo- money in that hustle mentality. Um, but essentially, and, and you see it all the time, people burning out um, or, you know, it doesn't matter how much money they make, they're still in survival. Mm. So that's, I think, really where I started to see that there is these possibilities and potentialities for me that I could hustle and I could work like that and I could do 14 hour days. But equally available to me was a space of like that I am the money, that I am the channel for money and that money is love and, and love is money and it's unconditional. It actually doesn't give a fuck if you're having fun or not, or if you're sick or not, or if you show up or not. It's literally that money will flow into your life as, as a divine flow, as, as exactly as you decide that it is meant to come into your life. Money is simply 
you. (laughs) So when money is you and money is unconditional love, the only thing that needs to shift is our internal world, our perceptions, our beliefs, our wounding, our stories, our relationships with money. How often, and, and it's literally that mindfulness around when I go into my bank account, what am I saying? When I'm paying something, when, what am I saying? When I send my spreadsheet or my whatever, the, the accountant does my taxes, what am I saying? And I think this is also a big thing that we kind of, and I know in, in, in early stages of my business, like trying to hide away from money. And I truly believe that the more intimate we are with our finances, the more it's like a relationship. If you're more intimate in your relationship with, with anyone, it's going to be a more loving, enjoyable relationship. And, and money is a relationship. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's going to be a lot of, and, and <laughs> I think with money, um, so I had a, a launch last year where um, I had zero people sign up and this program has generated multiple millions for us. Um, and it's a program that I still run and I still love, but it was such a teacher around money. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, oh, okay, well, no, you're actually fine. I had no guilt. I had no shame. I was just like, okay, we're going to look at this. And it was just like this dissolving of the ego of like, oh, what are people going to think? I was like, I didn't get any. <laughs> and I'm okay. Of course, I was I was launching. I did a, a challenge. I did 30 days. I did like the whole thing. But obviously, the energy behind it and the lessons that I had to be taught through that were just incredible. Mm-hmm. So money is always teaching us where we need to realign. Um, and obviously, you know, looking back, it was perfect. It was all divinely timed and, and brilliant because it's yep. led me to where I am now. Absolutely. And I love your attitude, like remembering everything is happening for us and looking for the lesson and looking for the gift. So we're not in the victim consciousness. We're in the creation consciousness, acknowledging, like taking our power back, going, hmm, energetically something needs to shift. It's okay for me to pause and pivot and create from a different energy. And whenever that is divinely timed, like letting go of attachment to the outcome of how it looks when, and, you know, this is part of manifestation, isn't it? Because we want things now. And sometimes the gift is the journey of it aligning when it does. And uh, you birthed, just before I go into more of the journey, I just want to share, like money does come to us where it's organized, like it's law of the universe. So when we do know our numbers, I'm sharing from example because I've recently done my BAS, my tax, and I feel so good about myself in business. I had a really amazing year last year. But by taking months off and time to heal, I trusted and had the automation systems take care of things. But right now, I feel things are the best ever because of the clarity, the better relationship with money and acknowledging and celebrating as soon as money comes into my account. And I feel it's also 
releasing the resistance because I still have in my belly, like I love remembering to pay myself first and not just pay my bills because that it's like I do get that dopamine hit of like I've paid everything off. But it's like, no, prioritize paying myself, prioritize savings, investing, and then pay things off. And like that is like the relationship with money. There is the energy, the relationship with it, the money mindset, but there's also the actual systems and structures that help. So having that healthy masculine feminine organization, like just is so powerful. It's so powerful and works together that, yeah, the divine masculine, the divine feminine. Um, You want to share a little bit about that dance? I think you do that really well. The healthy masculine structure as well as the the play and the dance and the trust yeah um I think it's such a it's such a big thing and I think it's such a um also something that's not really fully understood because you have the the wounded feminine um and the divine feminine and you have the wounded masculine and the divine masculine and I think that's also where a lot of you know when I first started my business I was doing a lot of things but I was doing it from the wounded masculine as well as the wounded feminine Mm. so yes that dance is such a beautiful thing and when I'm working it's like receive the guidance take the aligned action and, and then you're getting this kind of beautiful flow and then of course to support your divine feminine and to be able to be in a space of intuition and and creativity we need to have those systems and those structures and I think something that is really it's fallen away a little bit is is the the sexiness of self-discipline which is part of your Mm. um, divine masculine with so much talk about the divine feminine there is there's there's goals there's focus there is boundaries there's self-discipline which is all that divine masculine work. So if we can get both of those into balance and have the firm boundaries, which then supports our creativity and our intuition. And so it is a beautiful, it is a beautiful, it's a dance. It's a harmony and it's a, it's a dance and it's understanding how it feels in your body because those, those energies are naturally balanced and in harmony um, and actually feeling when we're going into the shoulds, the have tos, the musts, and really feeling how that feels in our body and, and when it feels when we're in equilibrium or, or harmony with both energies, it just flows. Mm. But also flow is divine feminine. So we also need the masculine. We need the flow um, with the structures, with the alignment, with the action, with the discipline. Mm. So having a space for her. I love that you brought up the wounded feminine as well as the um, divine feminine because you know this is also part of like the inner child work of the the discipline you know masculine feminine shadow work inner child work it's so I feel it's a really important piece in business as well because you know lots of business coaches just talk about you know the structure and the strategy but that inner world which is mainly wounded masculine unfortunately yeah yeah, it it reflects into your business you want a quantum leap it's do that inner work so you have that harmony on a cellular level process those dense emotions take ownership to speak your truth. And when we are authentic, as you know, there's no competition. You're not in that wounded feminine of, oh, I did that first and da-da-da-da. You're in celebration that a powerful woman is in your vortex winning and 
and you know that if it can happen for them, it means it can happen for you and you're getting more signs that it's it's on its way if it's not already here. Exactly. And also the divine feminine, I mean, the wounded feminine, um, I think especially when I first started my my conscious um, healing journey was I was definitely in my wounded feminine. Mm. Um, yes, I was dancing and I was playing and I was doing all these things, but I was emotionally up and down. I couldn't actually hold. And that is part of the wounded feminine of being overly emotional and not being able to um so yeah there's a there's so many that emotional intelligence and boundaries mm. um mixed with with channeling and and with sharing a message with speaking your truth is is really where your next level expansion comes from when you've done it so i don't do different marketing strategies now um actually i do far less than I used to do and I make far more it's just because I'm more magnetic being in my truth and that is not being from a bigger team more ad spend more this more that it's in fact being far less of that and more of me and my truth healing the inner child not operating because that's also the biggest thing if we don't heal those wounds we become bratty children as you say like ah comparing bratty this bratty that i'm right she's wrong like this whole vibe yeah this whole vibe or you know somebody says no to you and and i've done it of like blocking them and you know crying about it and and that is what self-leadership is. And, and that's really what your next level of expansion requires of us um, is emotional intelligence, boundaries, inner child healing, integrating the shadow. Amen. Not wounded, wounded masculine strategies. Um, if you've got that, of course, like we need to, we need to have those foundations. Mm. Um, but once you've got that, and most of those just needed, we are the strategy. So when you talk from the space of wholeness and confidence, um, it doesn't matter where you put the message, it will be heard. If you're not confident and you're just doing things for the sake of doing things, well, you can shout a little bit louder, but nobody's going to hear you. And that's really my, yeah, that is really my work. Yeah, um, I agree. Authentic voice mm-hmm. um, and then confidently sharing it and selling what you're meant to be selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that, as you shared, like your signature program, your signature message gets to be all of you. You get paid to be you in all shades. Um, your journey of what got us here is the message, like all the beautiful things that we've accomplished internally and externally like we've been able to go there and that's what we're able to help our incredible clients mirror back to them their greatness that they've got this and this is things that supported us on our journey would you like to share first Mm. we've got to see it first haven't we we've got to see our brilliance Mm. and the unlimited potentiality available or that we are the leaders or, you know, role models or whatever, so that we can see that in our clients. Mm. And and that's why if we don't go within, we do, we go without. Like (laughs) that's really the truth. (laughs) Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a whole story, I suppose, of like making sure we're balancing both that we're not just healing um, that you are, you, it's important to be taking the action and, and leaning into those edges. 
but we could talk all day. (laughs) (laughs) About Paid to Be You, your incredible book. You have the Paid to Be You program and book. Tell us a little bit about what's inside that uh, incredible book. You are really great at asking quality questions so that we get to journal and tune in and, you know, at the end of uh, most chapters, you've got these incredible journaling prompts, which are super powerful, and you just share some key things. Is there anything you want to share about your incredible book? Yeah, I think Paint to Be You is really that journey from being burnt out, um, disconnected in my wounded feminine, in my wounded masculine to, to really where I am now of attracting um, abundance effortlessly, working with incredible clients. So it goes through 12 in-depth chapters of all of the stuff that we spoke about. It goes into the shadow self. It goes through messaging. It goes through having it all without sacrifice. So yeah, it's jam-packed. Yes, <laughs> Um, and then PTBU certification. Um, so the vision for that was really helping others not only shift their beliefs and their limitations, but having tools to help their clients do the same. Mm. Um, and then we go through the signature methodology. So it's all really about coming back to your truth that we don't need another qualification and another this and another that, especially if, if most of my clients have done a lot of that, it's now time to, um, to own who you are and, and be paid to be you with what you've got because you have it all now. Um, and I teach some really incredible um, tools in there like breathwork and rapid energetic recoding. Um, and we go into light language, which is also something that um, I love. Yes, I've loved Gene Keys, uh, learning our light, our shadow. Oh, I am loving them at the moment. Um, I will leave in the comments in the show notes a link to purchase your book, Paid to Be You by Vanessa Halleck on Amazon and all the amazing places. And I would love to dive in some quick rapid fire questions of just to quickly find out a bit more about you. So what is your (laughs) morning routine that you love? My morning routine is waking up, having a coffee with Sean, sitting in bed, looking out over the um a value here and then going for a beautiful walk with my pup and our dog Apollo um whether that's in the at the beach or walking and that's really where I get a lot of my guidance from I'll usually do stories or something um from that space but yeah that's really some movement in the morning and being in nature beautiful Um, Taking it slow, I usually start, um, yeah, calls a little bit later at 10, 11, giving myself time just to do that. Love that. And who has been a, an incredible mentor in your life? I've had a lot of mentors, a lot of business coaches um, and a lot of people that have helped me. I think one that's really stood out and I think maybe it was because it was such a vulnerable time was my Reiki master, um, Colleen, I think she's a younger man now. She was funny here and, um, but she really started introducing me to inner child healing and shadow work. So not only obviously a Reiki master, but also um, she did psychology and counseling and all sorts of magic. Um Amazing. So that's been, yeah, that is, that was really that inner work because I had the foundations at that point, but she's, 
and just being there, being there for me through all of the things, um, which I think is quite rare for somebody to be able to hold. Mm, to, to genuinely care and hold space for the messiness as well as the light. Love that. And uh, apart from Pay to Be You, uh, what is an incredible book that you've loved on your journey? So many. What's my favorite? Actually, one of the most recent ones is um, Activating Your 5G Frequency, which has been something I've absolutely loved, or The Big Leap. Um, by Gay Hendricks. I think that was something that really helped me at the beginning stages of up-leveling um, and expanding the business. I'm just looking at all my books. I'm like, <laughs> which one stands out? Oh, I, um, I know lots so of the books. You also love Joe Dispenza, Eckhart Tolle. You're like... Marion Williams. Yeah, I'm always reading. There's always something. Oh, at the moment, yeah, existential kink, um, which has been it's all shadow stuff. It's all deeper shadow stuff, um, and just how we're getting off on our own own things. And that's actually been profound the last mm-hmm. few weeks. If you're ready to do that work and to see yourself fully, so many. Shadow work requires huge courage to actually face off and see the shit that you do not like in another and see how you actually own own those parts within you and give them love and acceptance and compassion is not for the faint-hearted, is it? Yeah, it's not for everybody and it's not something that I would start at the beginning of my journey of healing um, because it really questions your worthiness. It questions Mm. every fiber of who you are so that you can be who you're meant to be. Mm. (laughs) It's all there. Then we have that unconditional love and acceptance for others and we're not so judgy and all these things. So it's so powerful. Beautiful work. Most profound work that you can ever do. So, so good. And what does leadership mean to you? Like what is makes an incredible leader? I think really leading by example. So leading by design, being authentically you, not saying and being in complete integrity, not Mm -hmm. saying one thing and doing another or telling your people to do this or you sharing something when everything is a shit show behind the scene. I think true leadership and, and people can feel that, that resonance, but also um, it's not about putting yourself on a pedestal. It's not about being the the leader or the guru. It's knowing that everybody is a leader of their own life and their own existence. And can we hold that space for their magnificence and their portal of, of leadership? Um, and I know that obviously the women that I work with, they they are the way showers, um, but and they are the activators. Um, but everybody has those parts of them. It's actually really comes down to self-leadership, I would say, is, is the most fundamental yeah. part of leadership. Um, yeah. And certainly not putting yourself on a pedestal or being a guru or yeah. um, expecting respect for being somewhere. Um, it's really living in integrity with who you are and doing the best that you can with what you've got. (laughs) I love that. And it's just so funny, Vanessa, we're so alike. Honestly, like the things you say, I had another podcast today and I asked a similar question. And for me, I thought also living in integrity, like being 
the embodiment of who you, you know, walk in the talk. So I just love that resonance. So much gold. I could talk to you. Yes, yes. I can't we wait. We haven't even got onto the nervous system. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't, but we'll, let's I, can't, another one. <laughs> I can't wait to um, have champagne with you in South Africa and yes, look forward to, you know, hanging out in person because we've had plenty of online time. And I also want to share our beautiful friend, Victoria is like one of my favorite coach girlfriends and Donna, we all met in coaching containers. So like the power of being around powerful women is the friendships we build. Uh, Victoria and I, you know, absolutely love your work, Vanessa. And yeah, just wanted to send her some love. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how it all works and how interconnected everything is and, and the connections, yeah, that we've all been able to develop um, with distance. Um, And I think that's really when you, when you realize that souls have no boundaries it's no mm. time or all spaces is not really a thing um but yeah hugs are good <laughs> and champagne's in champagne in person <laughs> yes please manifesting that um so i am going to leave links to connect with you your website for you have supercharged by design and paid to be you and uh, link to your book and your socials. So those of you want to connect with this powerful woman doing incredible things in the world, being an incredible leader, you will be able to connect with her. And Vanessa, is there any last message you would love to share with our Courageous Leaders tribe today? Anything that's on your heart to share? Well, I would have to link it to being paid to be you. Um, And I think really recognizing that you have everything within you now. Um, You have your gifts. You have this incredible body that moves us. You have the message within you. Um, you do get paid to be you. And and essentially life is not about pain and struggle and hurt and all of that. We are here to really have fun doing the work that we love to do and get divinely compensated for our gifts. And it can be really that beautiful. I mean, I wake up every single day working with the most incredible clients, launching and selling in a way that feels completely aligned for me. And that's available. So anything you want, any possibility or potentiality um, or reality that you desire to have, you do get to create it. Mm. I could carry on there. That'll be that'll be it. <laughs> you do get paid to be you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you so much for your love, energy and presence, Vanessa. Super excited to share this yeah. with the world. You're amazing. It's just been so beautiful to be here. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Courageous Leaders podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts. This allows us to inspire and impact more people to lead with courage and live their ultimate vision. Thank you.